You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to the Business Marketplace Podcast, Episode 2. So welcome to another episode of the Business Marketplace podcast, where you'll hear inspiring interviews from members who've got topics that will equip and empower you to grow a prosperous business. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Are you a coach who has a well-defined niche? You've got extensive experience with the problem that you help your clients solve. And over the last two years or more, you've grown a successful business, but now you're in a position that you just can't break through to the next level of income because you're already stretched to the max. You want to move from a one-to-one model to a one-to-many business model as well as create a healthy passive income stream while continue to be seen as an authority and an expert in your field, but you just don't know where to start. Today's guest is going to share some of the key steps you must have in place. This is his expertise and he's already supported a number of coaches scale their business to seven-figure incomes without adding any more hours to their work. In fact, because of his support, his clients have halved their workload because much of the sales and marketing processes that they do now is fully automated and works extremely well in the offline and the online world that we know is today's reality. Now, joining me on today's show is Ian Bosler. With over 30 years of corporate marketing and sales experience, mainly gained in the printing and graphic industries, Ian's now applying his extensive international experience to help coaches and consultants to build seven-figure businesses that are highly profitable and that become a saleable asset. Ian's done with you approach quickly builds highly automated marketing and sales processes that work in an online and offline world. That is today's reality. Ian's going to share the traditional sales funnel thinking, it's flawed and costing businesses serious dollars and what you should be doing instead to grow a seven-figure coaching business, attract sell and wow. They are the only three frameworks that any business needs to be concerned with to build highly automated and scalable marketing and sales processes. The reality is we live in an offline and an online world and your marketing and sales communications must work across both mediums or else you face oblivion. So welcome to the show, Ian. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Enjoy being here talking with you. So I look forward to sharing some things with your audience. This is such an important topic and one that confuses many people and there's so much conflicting information online that we just don't know who to believe, who to trust, but you are doing this now with your clients. You've got a great system set up, so I'm really looking forward to picking your brain, diving in and finding out how we should be doing this. Now, Ian, according to YCharts.com, 97% of sales occur offline and in retail, that climbs to 8.5%. This is, of course, in the US and Australia is not far behind. Many businesses now, especially coach and consultants. Well, unfortunately, they haven't properly balanced their marketing spend and their efforts between online and offline, which you believe needs to be addressed immediately or else businesses could face oblivion. I'd really love you to speak more about why you feel so strongly about this. For me, I see that the online marketing tools are very, very slick and very, very well marketed. And we're starting to see Lots of people, particularly you know, small businesses and coaches and consultants are in that space, spending an inordinate amount of their marketing time, effort and budget on online tools when they only represent, on average, 3% 
of business transactions yes. that are happening in Australia or around the world. And to me, I see that's just totally dysfunctional because you're not getting that balance right. You're losing. And the biggest issue with it as well is, is that there is for every new online tool, there is a massive learning curve to be done as well. So before it can even be deployed. And we see so many people go down these paths, deploy these tools, and then six, 12 months later, they've found another new shiny bauble to go chasing after, hoping that will go and solve all of their problems. And I think that's extremely flawed because you need to look at your basics first and then cherry pick the right online tools to help deliver a good marketing and sales process yes. rather than buy a tool, invest in a tool, and hope that's going to fix your marketing and sales process. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work that way. And of course, we mentioned that you've got 30 years experience within the corporate marketing and sales, and that's with the printing and graphic industry. So printing. And so it's been very interesting for you to observe what's been happening to the detriment that everyone's gone more fully online, fully digital, whereas you know, and you can see it daily where things are still really happening in the offline world too. Absolutely right. It's an interesting parallel with printing and let's call it the online marketing or communications world today. If you go back printing, printing is over 570 years old. Wow. It's been around that long. And in that time, particularly at the beginning, it was seen as a major disruptor. And throughout history, it's been a major disruptor. But printing is just the medium. The issue is, is it's just the medium is changing or evolving between online and offline mediums, but the whole issue is exactly the same. It's just a means of communicating information. Mm. In marketing and sales, it's communicating value and helping a salesperson or helping the process to close a sale. Now, whether it's print or offline or online, it doesn't really matter. But the thing is, is if you get your process working right, you then pick the right medium to disrupt your marketplace. What we're finding by using a mix of online and offline, you're actually amplifying your message magnificently compared to your competitors. An example is, is that my email inbox, for example, every day I get over 300 emails. And that's not counting the spam. I've got a good spam filter, which throws a lot of other stuff out. And I don't even get to see it, thankfully. If you're trying to get to me through my inbox, forget it. I'm never going to see it or hear it. It's not going to be amplified at all. And I'll compare that with my letterbox. If I don't have a bill in there, I'd be very, very rare that my letterbox contains any promotional material. Wow, what a way of cutting through. Yes. Of noise. <laughs> noise. Getting something in your letterbox, for example. It's just so much easier to, to be seen, to be made, to make yourself heard. That's right. There's none of this cacophony of noise that you get on in the online world. So yeah. it's getting that right mix of online and offline tool. Yeah, it's like, wow, a lovely letter. I wonder who's written this to me. I mean, that oh. really now will stand out because of the fact, as you say, there's not much physical mail being sent anymore. Well, one of the things we do is we send out thank you cards. And nearly 100% of the time we send out a thank you card, we get a phone call or an email saying, I've received your thank you card. It's magnificent. Thank you for that. I've never received one of those before. And it's just amazing amount of engagement done at an unbelievably good quality level that far surpasses any engagement you get through a Facebook post or a, a LinkedIn post, for example. Now, you say that the traditional sales funnel thinking is flawed and costing businesses serious dollars. There are so many marketing gurus telling us we need to get our you know, sales funnel right. Why do you believe that this is flawed? I've believed this for many, many years and it still holds true. The traditional sales funnel approach, it's all about 
you know, if you just picture that in your mind, it's a, a funnel where you put lots of leads in at the top and then somehow it churns through and gravity basically allows some sales to fall out the bottom end. That's really what it's about. That funnel approach was originally conceived by the marketing and sales people of the world, but that's not how customers buy. So why would you have a process? Firstly, that's not even a process. It's just a, a drawing with gravity trying to drive things through. But why would you have a process that doesn't mirror what your customers want to experience? in their buying process. So that's why the whole funnel for me doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, it's about taking a customer or a prospect on a journey from not knowing who you are to being aware that you're there, to understand that you can actually solve their problem, to actually making the sale, to actually delivering on that sale and then getting them to come back and buy again. You can't do that with that funnel concept. To me, it's just totally illogical. It was just a way of representing the marketing department saying our job is to get leads in the top end and sales department saying, oh, marketing's yeah. got rubbish leads, but we managed to convert a few of them mm -hmm. of their rubbish leads and we only get a few coming out the bottom. Aren't we good? And the marketer's saying, aren't we good? We got all these leads. And yeah. sales people, aren't we good for converting <laughs> some of this rubbish leads that marketing gives us? Yes, absolutely. You know, so it was designed to put some spin around a lack of a process. Thankfully, you've now got a system. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a moment around the, you know, the attract, the sell and the wow. But before we do, we know that many coaches and consultants, they dream about building a seven-figure business. And they built their business to a point, many of them, where they've got a full calendar of clients and no more time on their calendar and they struggle to put into place a step-by-step -step pathway that's going to support them in building a seven-figure business. Now you've built an entirely highly automated sales and marketing process that you've used yourself in your printing business that works incredibly well. You've now adapted that and have been using that with other coaches who are generating seven-figure incomes. What I'd love for you to share insights around what prompted you to develop this, how long it's kind of taking you to get right, and lastly, what are some key functions that you've built into the step-by-step -step system that you believe are typically missing from what coaches and consultants do and why they stay stuck? I actually started refining this concept. It really hit home for me in 2008 with the global financial crisis so mm -hmm. nine years ago it was you know we got hit hard we had one of our big clients was actually lehman brothers here in australia and that hurt our business badly yeah. as well as a lot of businesses generally stopped selling doing marketing and that again hurt our business we had to do something very quickly and so while all of these things were working in the back of my mind i thought i have to basically put the rubber to the road and that's when i started building the process for my printing business in fact our printing business now, throughout that GFC, and since then, has been growing at around about 40% a year wow. on the back of this process. Mm -hmm. When you think of the printing industry, it's declining at 3% a year. So the process is delivering great results. But not only that, in the revenue growth side, it's been good, but taking cost out has been magnificent as well. Mm -hmm. A business my, printing business my size would have around about three to four salespeople and a sales administrator estimator. I don't have any of that wow. overhead. Amazing. just doesn't exist for me. Mm -hmm. My sales effort is me about two hours a day. Creating that process and then automating that process all the way through has delivered magnificent results for us. And our business was dealing a lot with coaches and consultants at the time as well. And about oh, three years ago, a client of ours who was a coach 
who actually became a good friend of us before we had this session. He said, look, my business, it's in trouble. I've lost a lot of clients. You know, I need to turn it around. You know, you turned your printing business around really well. Can I come over and spend two days with you over a weekend? And let's sort of nut out a process so that I can do what I, what you're doing in my coaching business. So that's where we started this whole seven figure coaching concept from. So it actually happened that we developed a framework for his business, a model for, for his coaching business. And within seven months, he was running at a run rate that would deliver him a seven-figure business in seven months. That was, again, building out on this highly automated platform. But since then, we've actually tweaked the platform a fair bit, uh, refined it and simplified it. And mm -hmm. that's where the whole program that we've got called Seven Figure Coach came from. It was all about basically building the platform for clients so that they can just add their content, stir and get out there in the marketplace and drive people through it and customers through it. The principle's really still the same. It's all about attract, sell, and wow. Just some of the tools that you use in the process are just a little bit different for coaches. Yeah. Wow. And I would imagine, too, that being able to work alongside a coach, see where his existing models and process were, where the gaps were, and then building that into now your step-by-step -by -step system, seeing how it works, tweaking it. There's nothing better than to actually see something in action as we're developing something to get immediate feedback mm. and being able to change that rather than building out this whole system and not really knowing how it works because it's not being used in the market by someone who we're recreating it for yes absolutely and one of the things that we do with our clients now is that we don't build it all out to start with mm -hmm. you can actually get the framework in place to get clients moving through and then you create the content that delivers the value as your clients move through the process yes and if you set it up correctly you're actually building more content more valuable content every month and so the value of your program increases over time so your clients will come on board and stay with you longer because they're getting all of this fresh content and there's more of it and you're attracting more new clients in because you've got this wealth of content that's highly valuable and structured in such a way it delivers great outcomes. It's a huge, huge benefit for coaches to be able to have a model that works that way. Oh, absolutely. And for, I know myself being in the coaching industry for many years ago that it becomes almost overwhelming. You've got all of this great content, but it's not integrated, it's not streamlined and doesn't work together. Mm -hmm. And often what happens then is you don't build momentum and you feel like you've, you've suddenly got some wins and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, it comes crashing down and that's because it's not automated and you're not building the momentum which you can continue to grow and grow and it sounds as if this system really supports uh, that model and as you said yep. continues to grow and then yeah the the income continues to grow too yeah that's that's correct and one of the things we see is you know if you talk, talk about content with coaches is, is that we see a lot of lack of strategy around the content you know, they've heard you've got to create content. It's all that content marketing to become the authority and expert. That's all well and good. But if you do it correctly in the right sequence, you can repurpose all of that content. So, for example, you can do a, a vlog post, strip the audio, becomes a podcast episode, could get that podcast episode transcribed. It becomes a chapter for a book. Split that chapter for the book up and you've got all of these blog posts all created out of the one either webinar or video blog and you start that way and then multi-purpose it but you also then need to be able to put it into an infrastructure that makes that content readily available to either prospects 
or your customers. And it's that technology platform that that is the real kicker there. That's where the real value mm. really gets driven home. Yes, and that really segues beautifully into speaking a little bit more about the three frameworks that you talk about, the attract, mm. sell and wow. And you believe that these really are the only three frameworks that any business, especially coaches, needs to be concerned about when they want to build a highly automated, scalable marketing and sales process. Now, you've been able to integrate all of these frameworks extremely well into your process. What I'd love for you to do is to speak about what each of these is, why they are important and typically maybe a few examples examples of the things that are involved in each of the attract, sell and wow frameworks. Let's start with attract. The process starts with attract. Mm. Now think about your customers or prospects. They live in a real world and they've got problems. They are typically looking for solutions to their problems. Sometimes they've not clearly defined problems. Sometimes they understand it clearly and they know exactly what they want and need to solve the problem. But that's what they start looking for is they're looking for a solution to a problem. Now you as a business should be creating value by solving those problems. That's basically how commerce works in this world. But with a marketing and sales process, following the client's buying process, you can then start to look at, first off, defining exactly what is the right client for your business. Okay, Because you could solve a problem that many different people and a wide variety of people can solve or would get value from. To sell it to everybody just doesn't work. We know that. That's what we talk about in niche marketing. Yes. So it's about defining that target audience, that ideal client, because once you tap into that, you can create some back-end systems and processes that makes it very efficient to service that particular niche. For example, just look at print. Printing, you know, every business needs print, you know, for a better business card or letterhead or what have you. Mm -hmm. Now, business cards and letterheads are not a highly valuable printing product, by the way. There's, everybody can print that. But if you're going to go out and target business cards, you'll attract absolute all of these micro businesses as well as good quality businesses. Mm -hmm. And that's not a very good way of going about building your long-term business model. You want to be building businesses that attracting businesses that you can add additional value to over time. So that instead of being a $200 a year worth of business cards, you want to turn that into $200,000 a year worth yes. of marketing and sales communications. A micro business is never going to be a $200,000 business. So you now start to target, you know, whether it's, you know, tier one accounting and legal firms, for example. The problems they're trying to solve and the way they have to solve those problems is very different to a cafe, for example. So you need to define it because that target audience and that ideal customer right at the beginning because the whole process depends on that downstream. So that's the targeting side of it. Targeting is part of the attract framework. Then you need to actually get them into your sphere. So you actually got to get your message out to them. So that could be things like direct mail. It could be Google pay-per-click. It could be Facebook ads. It could be banner ads. Mm -hmm. It could be just signage on the front of a shop. There's a whole different way, wide variety of ways of getting people attracted to you you can't do that unless you're talking to the right target audience so for example all your marketing materials and your messaging needs to reflect the ideal customer so see how they're sort of linked yeah very important that point. Mm -hmm. yeah then once you get them in people are going to know well i can trust you immediately the higher the value of the transaction the longer they need to get to know you yeah before they'll hand over money if it's a ten dollar transaction it's hardly any time is needed to, to get to know you but if it's a thousand dollar transaction, that's a lot more time, mm -hmm. and a lot more efforts needed to get that trust, to get the money out of them. So that's where in the attract piece, we have what we call capture. 
So what we want to do is attract them into your world and capture some details. And this is where I think the online world is really, really good. Some great tools there to be able to capture name and address, phone number, email address, so that you can start a communication process. So that's sort of really the nuts of the bolts of the attract piece, which is, you know, target audience niche down, bring them to you, get some messages out to bring them into you and then capture them. Then we move on to the second framework, which is the sell framework. Now, once you've got somebody's name and address, the chances of them actually going immediately buying from you are pretty low. You still need to go through that nurturing process. And that's what the process we call is, it's called educate. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing there is educating them on, you know, how their problem can be solved. We educate them on how you can go about solving that problem. You educate them on the value of the, that they'll receive once that problem is solved. So if, once you do that, they can start to see some value propositions form in their own minds. And that's a very, very key point because then once they know that, hey, your proposition's only going to cost me a 1000 but I'm going to get $10,000 back, when it comes to the actual closing of the sale, it's very easy. They've already worked it out. They go, that's wow. It. I give him a thousand dollars, I'll get ten thousand dollars back. Yes. Beautiful. Let's do it. I'll do that all day, every day if I can. Mm-hmm. A logical person will do that. That's why the education piece and the selling is so important. If you're looking at it in prior to the internet and prior to all these CRM systems and, and automation tools, that's exactly what a salesperson would do. Yes. They'd go and speak to a client or a prospect, get to understand what their problems are, work out a solution for them put a proposal to them, which is give me $1,000, I'll give you $10,000 back because we can solve this problem for mm-hmm. you. Then they'd raise an order and you'd actually close the sale. That's how it worked in the, the offline world. And that should still happen to a degree. But by automating that educational process, that inquiry and educational process, you can actually move them to the sale process very fast. Yes. So getting that closed can dramatically collapse the sale cycle. And we're seeing I know in the printing business, we, you know, we went from a sales cycle that was running at around about 30 days from inquiry to close. It's now down to two. Oh, amazing. And that's because yeah, as so- you're educating your clients, what you're doing is you're providing such incredible value that really provides a solution to the challenges that they're struggling with. You're building your expertise in their eyes and that builds incredible trust. And as we know, oh, trust uh, is a huge commodity to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. And just by educating them, they do see you then as the authority and the expert in this problem mm-hmm. and this problem resolution. It's so easy to do. Yeah. And again, I think a lot of the online world facilitates that. But we always say that you should also keep open the offline transactions because not everybody will buy online or not everybody will want to follow that online process. In our business, what we do is we actually identify high value prospects. So those that are very close to our ideal customer those that will be a high value transaction. And then we supplement the online education with offline engagement. So getting on the phone and talking to them, helping them move through the buying process. That way you get a much higher close rate and you're only spending your actual time on the highest value client. And we can automate that whole communication process and the escalation of who you should talk to. 
And it's a process we call opportunity management, yes. which allows us to identify the best value opportunities that you should spend, invest your own personal time on. And your productivity level just goes through the roof. And so with that opportunity management, I would imagine that there's some triggers, things that you've built into this step-by-step system that alerts whether someone is someone to be followed up with, incorporating some of that offline touch points, yes? Oh, absolutely. With the coaching model, the way we do that is just that we deliver a lot of the educational component online. So that's, you know, what we call an evergreen webinar. And then once they're through that, we then look at targeting the high value clients from there by doing what we call a triage call, which is a, a highly scripted 10 minute phone call, which then helps qualify them to go to the next stage. And then the next stage is about a 30 to 60 minute telephone conversation or We'd use Zoom, you can use Skype or whatever, either. Mm -hmm. Or you can do face-to-face over a cup of coffee if they're located close by. In that process, we're diving deeper into their business and confirming more deeply whether this proposal is going to deliver value and helps them articulate exactly what value they're going to get. Then they basically buy themselves. They actually (laughs) go and say, yes, let's do it. Of course, in the coaching model, because we're selling standardized programs in the coaching model, they can go on and then we use e-commerce tools to actually manage the transaction from that point forward, mm-hmm. whether it's a monthly subscription or whether it's a one-off annual cost or what have you. So you can, again, we see we're mixing the online and the offline together. That so, so important sales process, which is, you know, unfortunately many business people find very icky. You know, sale, selling is really icky <laughs> for most people. But for people who are listening to what you've just said, it's a process and you've guided them through that attract, engage by communicating and educating, providing value. So when you start to then integrate some of those touch points, which are offline, like the triage call, it's just that natural process. And you've taken that prospective client on that journey so that they are ready and open and willing to have that conversation. I can see that it works incredibly well when we've got that system, we've got that process, rather than, you know, scattered all over the place and you're trying to speak to someone who's not yet at that stage to speak and then you get the no and I can see where it gets all, yeah, icky then because you haven't followed that process. Correct, because the prospects aren't ready to buy. That's right. And you just waste so much time. And this way we only talk to people who are actually ready to buy. You just need to not, I don't like the idea of convincing them to buy from you. I think it's, for me, it's more about making it easy for them to buy from you because you've demonstrated clearly that you've got the solution to their problems yeah, and that you're going to deliver incredible value. Once they do that, it's a very easy decision for the client to make. I mean, I don't like the whole idea of trying to do this process of trying to convince the wrong people to buy oh, at the wrong time. yeah, absolutely. once you've got through the buy process, then you've got the wow process starts. Okay? And this is just segue into the wow piece because the wow piece, one of the key points of the wow piece is delivery. The, that's delivering what you said you'd do in the sales process. If you've got the person, the, the customer has come in at that point, even if they've paid your money and they're not quite ready to buy, they're not fully on board, they're not really engaged with it, delivering to them and creating, generating that value is very, very difficult. You'll actually get people who will either bail out after 30 days. If you've got a 30-day money-back guarantee, you get lots of people who will then bail out then. And you've wasted a lot of time and effort to go that first 30 days. Mm-hmm. You'll get people who are higher maintenance to service. So it's just not worth your while and do hard-pressure selling 
to bring people into your wow process because you're going to be bringing the wrong people in. Yeah, They're not going to sure. be a good fit. They're going to be very distracting, high service and high maintenance clients. And who wants that? I'd rather go out and find another three or four prospects to find the one you know, and get a good, exactly. highly motivated customer in, in the delivery process because mm-hmm. it saves me so much time. Absolutely. The delivery is obviously a very key point. We all know about customer service, how great customer service is the, really the foundational piece of delivering oh, wow bites. Yeah, you could do, you know, you can uh, do everything right around the, the track, the sale, but if you don't do the wow right, the delivery, you can instantly turn someone who could become an advocate or maybe at that stage was an advocate of your business to someone who is unhappy, disgruntled and will often tell many of their, you know, their colleagues and uh, people that, oh, don't, I want wasn't very happy with that so it's important for us to be you know so key and integral in providing an incredible wow experience and when we look talked about seven figure coaches i mean how we do that delivery is again very different to what we do with the printing business and i think for any other business it's very different as well but we use technology to do a lot of the delivery Mm. for coaches so we're talking about moving the whole coaching model to one to many model So that includes building things like membership sites so people can come in and go on their journey from I've got a problem, my problem's fixed in a logical sequential process. And we can build some automation in that too with that membership site by doing things like putting some tags on people's journey as they go through that consumption of your content. And we can then fire off and automate some emails to say, you know, hey, you've jumped from video one to video three. You haven't done lesson number two. You need to go back and do that because it's foundational for lesson number three, for example. Or we can actually block access to subsequent videos until such time as they've consumed properly, you know, the previous piece of content. We could automate all of that now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's where the online world has got some great tools for coaches and consultants to deliver their value uh, and communicate their value in a one-to-many model. So the beauty of that is you build it once and then all you're doing is putting people through the same process over and again, over yeah, and over again. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a one-to-one model, you're actually building, every, rebuilding it every time. Every time, yeah. So you've every used these incredible it. technologies then. Um, they're automated. They're very streamlined, which means it's not going to take a lot of attention or focus on the technology and the processes in itself. The you know high-end coach can then focus on other things which are very important and let the technology, the automation and the streamlined systems do a lot of that back end for them. The coach's value comes from their experience and wisdom and they should be constantly working on building their experience levels and their wisdom levels. You can't be doing that while you're spending half or three quarters of your day deep diving into the technology and the yes. platforms and <laughs> you know, hopping in a car and driving two hours backwards and forwards to a meeting with a client yeah it's just you we kill all of that dead time off use it to invest in yourself or in the coach can invest in themselves become even more valuable to their market which allows them to charge even higher value higher prices because they're solving bigger problems and they're delivering more value in the solution of that problem and they should get a piece of that the action i suppose Mm. you know because they're delivering greater value you should be charging feel not feel ashamed about charging higher prices for it now, Ian, you've put together a very special free guidebook and it's called How to Maximise the Value of Leads. Please share a little bit more about what we can learn from this guidebook and also how do we get access to it? Because of the audience that we're going to, I'm actually going to sweeten this as well. I've got, I've got two guidebooks. 
today. We're going to throw two of them. One is that how to maximise the value of leads, which it's all about how you do you capture that lead, how do you nurture it, how do you put it through that educational process so that they'll actually buy more from you or if they're not the right fit for you they'll self-select out so you know that way if they can self-select out you don't have to spend any time and effort on so the maximizing the value of leads is 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 a great resource for any small business and coaches particularly but i've got got another one as well which is the 25 things businesses should automate in their marketing and sales process and it's another guidebook which allows you know gives you a step-by-step guide on all of the things that a business should automate and they can automate quite easily. But I'm just talking about in their marketing and sales process because yes. every back end of every business is different. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things we can automate in there. And that guidebook goes through uh, a lot of those from lead nurturing to getting, for example, get a new client on board, how you can automate their onboarding or their welcoming process through to once you've delivered for a client, how you can automate asking them for referrals. If people want access to these things, they're going to actually see some of this automation in practice. Okay, so all I have to do is text the word report, that's R-E-P-O-R-T, to this phone number, 0409-825-922. So that number again is 0409-825-922. Just text the word report. And they'll actually start to see some of this automation in progress. Uh, you'll also see a neat little way I can actually capturing some leads. And they'll also get all of these beautiful, these two beautiful resources. And by the way, once you're in, we're building a whole range of additional resource guides. Uh, we've got about 10 of them now mapped out. And they'll actually become available for all those people who come on board through this channel. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on the show, Ian, sharing your expertise, your wisdom, and of course, a little bit more information about this incredible uh, automated sales and marketing process that you're now using to help coaches scale their business to become seven-figure coaches. Thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome, Anne-Marie, and hopefully people listening in have managed to glean some information out of here that's been worthwhile for them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they have. And of course, that brings us to the end of another show. And I know that you have taken down lots of notes and had many ahas. Remember to get a copy of Ian's free guidebooks, both of them. They're sounding absolutely incredible. All you need to do, just as a reminder, text the word report, R-E-P-O-R-T, to the number 0409 825 922. 